You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 684. Don't worry, be nervous. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome everyone to the MyMac.com podcast. This is, uh, what is this, 684? We, I just said that, like, wasn't even 30 seconds ago. It and, wasn't. Yeah, and whether you're talking about released podcast time or actual time, it was less, literally less than 30 seconds literally. ago. Literally. Not symbolically. It wasn't like- No, it wasn't symbolic. No, it was not symbolically. There was no symbolism in there at all. <laughs> in, in this show, there rarely is. How are you, oh. Gaz? Um, wait, what are we, are we recording the next show already? Good Not yet. Grief. What happened to last week? I, I, I've got to say from my perspective, last week was a complete blur and I've just driven, well, it actually ended up being just over three hours back from, uh, uh, South Wales. Um, cause we went to see a, a, a production that my daughter was in. Oh, nice. And we, and we drove there last night. So driving down to South Wales via Birmingham on a Friday night is probably a lot of people are looking at their podcasters of choice at the moment and just shaking their heads because guy, <laughs> that is not what you want to be doing. However, actually, uh, it was relatively clear in both directions, but it did take some time to get down there and back and, uh, well, a very good production just the it was. A very good production it was, but if you want to ask me about any other part of the week, other than actually, no, 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 there, there was an activity which happened, um, which I think you probably saw on Facebook, where I had three sheep in the garden on Friday morning. Yes, I did see that. I'd like to say that they are now in the freezer, but um, as I went out and my cousin, I, I said, in my statement on Skype, in case you don't follow me, sorry, not on Skype, on Facebook, in case you don't follow me, which a lot of people wouldn't, and I'm quite happy with that. That's fine. I said I went out, and as I went out and started walking towards them to get them out of the garden, they scampered from whence they came. <laughs> um, my cousin said uh, um, on Facebook, yeah, that's because I only have my wellies on. <laughs> I don't even, what, I, what is wellies? I, 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 I don't wellies, get that. Uh, Wellington boots. Oh, and okay, and that was all you had on. <laughs> yes, and I corrected him saying no because I also had my flat cap on. <laughs> oh, well, and then I don't understand why they left. No, <laughs> nor can I. Yeah. Can I. Anyway, Friday afternoon, I spent most of it fixing the fence, of course. So that, did, um, Well, did they break through the fence or did they just take advantage of a hole in the fence? They, te- they took advantage of the fact that the fence had been lowering over a number of years where they've probably been standing on the fence to reach up to get the niceties that are in our garden and eating it. So, cause that's what sheep do. They eat, they eat yummy everything. stuff when it, when it's available to them and everything when it's available to them. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It was kind of, I, I looked out the window and, and saw sheep and, and <laughs> yeah, the joke was, um, <laughs> I said, careful. No, no. I said, Anne, Anne. 
and somebody said to me well okay make sure when you're repairing your fence because it has been quite cold here make sure you've got your fleece on so yes there was lots of jokes at my expense on friday well i mean really all you needed to do was was grab a baseball bat and ram them right off of ram those sheep off your property (laughs) yes very good Not really. Thank you for that. <laughs> no, no. It's, everybody else's was, was was much better. But I mean, I just had I just had that like in a spur of the moment. And I do that follow you on Facebook. Uh, yes, I know you do. I know oh. you do, but not everyone else does. Well, why doesn't everyone else in the entire <laughs> world follow us on Facebook? <laughs> Probably for very good reasons. Probably. Anyway, what have you been up to this uh this last week? Well, uh we're starting to build up to Christmas. Um I, We're now in December, so I, I'm I'm happier with any Christmas uh, chats, any adverts, any decorations going up. Though I still think it's a little bit early, but that's beside the point. I'm happier with the situation. <laughs> so uh, yes, you're building up to Christmas. Okay? Building up to Christmas, and I just added my first of four. I don't have them yet, but six of first of four six terabyte hard drives to my Drobo. Because so let me, can I, I was running out that. of space. So eventually you're going to have 24 yes. on your drone. Now, are you doing, what RAID are you doing on it? So obviously how much can you uh, actually store? On honestly, the it's just, well, because of how the Drobo works, there's, there's a number of things that it does that's different from uh, like a standard RAID box. With with a standard RAID box, every single drive has to be the same, at least the same size, in order to you know for it to to work at all. Uh, Drobo doesn't really care; they don't care what size the drives are. They will slam them all together. And um, I started off with four two terabyte drives, uh, and then I moved to four four terabyte drives, and now I'm starting to. Uh, to, to move myself into the six terabyte drive range. I don't know if this thing will take any bigger drives. Now, the way it's set up, I've got a certain amount that's allocated for time machine. So I have my time machine backup going to the Drobo. And then I have separate backups for uh, my main drive, my documents drive, and my iTunes drive that's also going into that. And each one of those drives are two to three terabytes. So that's where most of that space is going. So yeah, um, eventually I will have to replace all of the drives in the Drobo. Right now, though, it's just flashing green and yellow at me as it's as it's like rebuilding itself. Because that's the great thing about the Drobo. If if a drive dies, you just take it out and put in another drive. Mm. Yes. Now it's going to take it practically got, I, three I have days. A view on Drobo and the software. But I'm not going to air it here because <laughs> I don't think it's deserved at this <sighs> stage. Well, I like it. it. It's it's saved my ass a couple times. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's good. That's a good news and story. I've told. Absolutely. I have told my um, my lovely family some mm-hmm. of the things that I would like for Christmas. This and this is because right. typically they have a hard time figuring out what to get me because the the way I am with tech, it's like. Oh, I need this Amazon to the rescue. And, you know, and I'll just get it myself. Uh, but some of the stuff that I want this year, I don't need to have right away. So what I've asked them for is, uh, a mic amplifier, which is very, very similar to the cloud lifter that I'm currently using on the, the, the Heil PR 40 mic that I use to record the podcast. 
And uh, this is made by, it's kind of the same size, but it's made by a different company and it's my pick. So I'll, I'll talk more about it later. Um, I'll need some XLR patch cables. Now this is all going into my, my portable podcasting setup. And if you ever make it back over here for Mac stock, which is going to be in July of next year, uh, you'll, you'll be able to see all this stuff that I have. And, uh, also one more Sennheiser, uh, E835 microphone. That's what, that's what I want from Santa or my family. So, so do they listening <laughs> to this particular podcast? Uh, does Anne listen to this podcast? No. Then I can give you a very similar answer. <laughs> you can, they are so sick Have and you tired of my down? voice. Of Have you written oh, yeah. all these things down? Oh yeah, of course. I Good. told them this. Okay. Yeah, but they're so sick and tired of my voice at the end of the day. It's it's like, hey, you should listen to my podcast and hear my voice for another hour to an hour and a half. And, you know, their eyes go blank and they make, you know, wrist slicing motions. And, you know, and I I take it from that hint that they don't want to hear my podcast. Okay. Okay. Shall we move over to uh, the MyMac.com recent articles? We should. And do you realize that? Oh, wait, no, I didn't. I did it right. Yay. <laughs> I was looking at the first one and thinking, oh, I forgot to put in who did that. But it's a podcast, so you don't have to. So Let's it's- talk photography <laughs> number 50. Number 50. Really? Yeah. 50? I can remember when Bart just started these, and it only seems like yesterday. This one is called Aperture, and Bart continues his series explaining photographic terms and phrases in this solo show about Aperture. And I can ad- advise that you go over and take a listen because it's with Bart's usual flair on accuracy and uh, peaceful, peaceful, useful (laughs) information. Yeah. Sometimes not so peaceful. Uh, (laughs) I I forgot to mention that I was on uh, let's talk Apple this morning, which you likely to be out. I would say everybody next week because Bart's pretty good at turning them around and getting them out. Yep. And it was as always, it was a lot of fun. I hadn't been on that show in a while. No, I haven't. I haven't been on that show for a while, actually. So, well, yes. and you know, and and it's honestly, and and we're it's not, easy because you can here. miss two podcasts on that particular show, which doesn't seem like much if it's a weekly show, but when it's a monthly show, yeah, all it's of a, a long sudden, time. Yeah, it's a long time. And the 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 great thing about that show is uh, the great people, other than me, that he gets for it. <laughs> I think I think he just has us on just to you know to make Comedy sure that relief. He, 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 like, <laughs> he brings it down to normality of you know the, the you know the, the average man yeah the average man the or average sometimes the thing. below average man <laughs> for both of us I agree with you, yeah. uh, next up is the Sennheiser hand mic digital this is a review from. <laughs> Sklorin War. Sennheiser Hand Mic Digital is a digital handheld microphone that can connect using a USB port or lightning connector. The package includes the microphone, cable that connects it to a USB port, cable that connects it to a lightning port, holder, table stand, pouch, and instructions. And you know, at first when I was looking at this, because I, I, was checking this out because I, I like Sennheiser mics. This microphone has something in it that I haven't seen in any other microphone. The, the bottom connector 
isn't like the, the three pin XLR that you see on most microphones and, and it's USB, but it's micro USB. Isn't that mm. weird? Yeah. Because you're on the, the podcaster, right? Correct. Yeah. And that has like a USB B connector. Yeah. It's, the, it's, it's typically the, the, the like connection the printers on printers. Stuff. Yeah. 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 And most of the other microphones that I've seen that are direct USB, that's what they use. But this microphone, and I think it's the Audio Technica 2100 USB, use like a a a micro USB connector on the bottom of it, which I always thought was kind of weird. Anyway, uh, that's that's a review by Warren Sklar. And um, yeah, this is a nice little microphone. Rain Design M Tower Stand for MacBook. This is a review by Wuss Rokovich. Nice. When you utilize both a desktop system, a Mac Mini with a display, and you also use a MacBook Pro with a display with your MacBook in a clamshell mode, you have to have sufficient desktop space to do so. I had used a large desk system that allowed me to utilize both units and still had space for odds and ends like speakers and other items. However, when you move and you downsize the living accommodations, things change. Go over and read Russ's review on the Rain Design M-Tower stand for MacBook. Yeah, I think you were reading ahead because you wanted to avoid this particular, this next one. I know <laughs> I, I've only just seen it. Okay. All right. Sure. Right. Guess <laughs> essential Apple podcast number 65. <sighs> and, 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 and Drius and Drius get galley Unas. Yeah. But you didn't swap the, 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 the letters round. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> I think you're gonna bleep that. Okay, okay. Let me try this again. Gen Gendrius. Oh my God. Al Al Alinu Unas Minus of Mix of Mixel Pater. <laughs> See, I can get that one. I you can, can get, get that, that one. one. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <sighs> this week oh, being God. the week of Thanksgiving Black Friday, where the news is a little thin on the ground. Uh, unless you count Endless Black Friday, greatest deals ever stuff. We are joined by, <coughs> yeah, you guys are killing me over there with Essential Apple. And Andreas Gal- Gal- Galliunas from Pixelmator. See, we can never have this guy on this show. Yes, I think we should. <laughs> I'll just have to, call- can I just call you AG? You know, can I just say that instead? Uh, to talk about Pixelmator and the upcoming Pixelmator Pro. Geeky Show Ever 275, the un- un- unidentified flying tuna trot. Mm. 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 Correcting a major oversight from last week and a chance to annoy Mark, we make Kevin happy by having the weather report. From here, sorry, from here, from there, we oh, move to a, from there we move to a cooking disaster from Elisa, who'd have thunk it, which leads us to talk about some of our cooking experiences. Then, in keeping with the season, we then discuss our Black Friday purchases. Elisa enlightens us with some of her value victories. Mike tells of some of his gaming purchases only for one of them 
uh, only and only one of them was a Black Friday sale. Finally, for this section, Melissa mentioned some of hers, hmm. which then leads into a discussion of iCloud storage and Apple family plans. Yeah. Go over, download, take a listen. Who was it that had the uh, the cooking disaster story? Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. Forgot to do that. Can you believe it? That's fine. The uh, the liner 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 liner. Say liner. I, I say, say liner liner liner. liner. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. Uh, NC fifty active noise canceling Bluetooth headphones. This <laughs> is a review by Rowan Uben. While he's owned a number of different headphones, both buds and over-ear, some with noise cancelling, he does not own any wireless ones. The idea of one more item to charge really kept him away. He even owned an early pair of Sony blah 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 noise cancelling (coughs) earbuds, but they did cancel noise well and only worked with certain Sony equipment. His go-to test for noise-canceling headphones is either Boys or Audio-Technica, both over-the-ear headphones. They work amazingly well. So a chance to try out a new set of wireless noise-canceling earbuds was an excellent test for him. Go on over. <laughs> There's a reason why well we're done. laughing. There's well <laughs> Going over and you read that from in. you. I know, in. I know, I know. I should have changed all the stuff. Uh, go on over to the My Mac website and read that review from Owen Rubin. Now, speaking of going to the MyMac.com website, uh, if you would like to write for the MyMac.com website, all you have to do is contact Mr. John Nemo. This is Nam Gimo. Oh. What's the message? Well, it's, it's actually John Nemo. His email address is Nemo at MyMac.com, and the message can be that you want to write for the website too. Gas. If, if people wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do it? Ever so easy. Just send an email. That's Ooh. an email. Using your email client of choice nice. to Gaz at mymac.com or using your Twitter application of choice, a tweet to twitter.com forward slash Gazmaz guy. Yes. If somebody wanted to do a similar thing with yourself, how would the folk do such an odd thing? <laughs> activity. So odd. Ah, everybody likes activities. All they would have to do is uh, contact me guy at mymac.com probably and uh, over there on the Twitters, I am the Mac Parrot. All right, but leave out the the, the, the <coughs> part. It's just Mac Parrot. Gaz, shall I get us out of here? Yes, please. Okay. Sir. Everyone, stand by to stand by. And we'll be right back. No, it doesn't work with the back part. It's all right. Time to rest. This is private 
I'm Macintosh, and I'm here to tell you about a book written about me and my search for the Maltese Cube. Yes, it's a fine book. I think you should get it. Quiet, you. It combines technology, Mac trivia, action, murder, suspense. Oh, just tell them where to get it. I'll get to that. Romance. Film noir detective fiction. I can't stand it anymore. It's called The Maltese Cube, and it was written by my Mac writer and podcaster Guy Searle. Find it on Amazon. It's only $2.99 and coming soon to the Apple's iBook store. Don't forget, it's The Maltese Cube and so inexpensive. You know you're not in it, right? I mean, the next one, right? Sure thing, Louis. You know, this could be the start of a beautiful friendship. Get the Maltese Cube on Amazon and soon in the iBook store. Famous for their misuse of duct tape and bubblegum, it's the G-Men and the MyMac Podcast. Second section of the mighty MyMac podcast, so number three hundred and ninety-nine. Yeah, I was wait. I was waiting for a reaction from you. Then, oh, oh no, it's not. The, oh, it is. Well, it, <laughs> you see, that's why As I couldn't say. Anything. You see, we didn't. We didn't mention it at the start, and I thought, oh, I'm going to do it now and see if and see if I get a reaction from my my wonderful co-host. Yeah, who's that? Um, he's not on this week. <laughs> no, he couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah, because this is three ninety nine on six eighty four. Yes, leaving one to go. That's right. So next from, week will be four hundred eighty five. <laughs> to wait a second, hold on, I'm confused. How many to seven hundred? Uh, fifteen. <laughs> so people can hear us do the whole count. Ca- no, see, we've been doing this countdown. <laughs> For the four hundredth podcast well, now, it's for a count up, count down, count across, f- what, count through f- for ten weeks. I, we've been talking about this. I something like that. Yeah, Just yeah. And it. now we'll have fifteen weeks until we get to show seven hundred. <laughs> We're always on a countdown somewhere. We are. We are. And some people <laughs> are, are would like to count us out. Okay, guy. Yeah. The the start of the show is. Don't worry. Just be nervous. And I would say that if a certain Steve Jobs was still about, that would have been my feeling. Not to worry, but I would have been nervous if I had been the coder that let through. (laughs) Or anyone. The many, one of the many, well, I say many, one of the um, rather uh, uh, repeatable. Large. There was a number this week of issues yeah. which have gone, which have which have hit Apple both for iOS, but more significantly the Macs. What? You wow! See, you see, I wouldn't have been nervous because I just wouldn't have come back to work. <laughs> now, if I had been in any of the offices or cubes within, like, say, three or four cubes of the guy that actually was that. I would have been nervous if Steve Jobs was still alive because <laughs> there would have been like a blast range that so, would have taken out many, many others. Okay. So uh, with all the iOS <laughs> moans and complaints, bend it like Beckham. Now yep. this Apple, I have to say, where has your quality control 
gone. Well, maybe ah. we should tell them what it is we're talking about. Uh, yeah, well, I will do in a minute. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. I think they're on holiday. Here's a quote from Apple. Security is a top priority for every Apple product. And regrettably, we stumbled with <laughs> this release of Mac OS. Yeah, our stumbled. customers deserve better. We are auditing our development process <laughs> to help prevent this from happening again. Okay, so what the what on earth are we talking about? Well, so, for one thing, are- auditing our development processes <laughs> means that someone is in a world of hurt. This is not this is not about auditing your developing process. <laughs> this is about auditing your release process, Apple. Yeah. Get it right. Basically, what happened was <laughs> they left a, a minor bug. A minor bug. No, no, this is a feature. Oh, okay. That's right. This so if, if you forget your your root password, <laughs> don't so worry. Many, so many tech guys that have been using this option <laughs> <laughs> because they keep forgetting their password. Yeah, but you see, this means you don't have to worry about that. Apple has your back because yeah. all you have to do is try to sign in, not be able to, and then hit return twice. And voila, you've got complete root access into that computer. Yeah. 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 So, so what happened here was that, um, uh, Mac OS, um, high Sierra sent out an update, which basically meant that if you typed when you were gaining access for something and you could put the, you know, a password requirement in, you could then, ah, uh, you could put root in as your administrator. And then if you pressed, okay, a couple of times, times it would then allow you in as root access now <laughs> the good the good thing you couldn't do this easily where well, you couldn't do it over at the all web. no 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 you couldn't do it over the web but apparently you could actually do it over a um, screen um, share a screen share or vns connection I right think. so so that's not so good um, well, none of it's good. <laughs> none of it's good. No, 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 this is not good. There's no way you could paint this as no. good at all. It was dreadful. It <laughs> this, was this, dreadful. This is, this is really, like really sending, bad. What What do you mean, sir? We've sent you the car without a steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a feature. It's a feature. It's self-driving. Uh, it, 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 <laughs> the fact that it wanted to drive into that telephone pole is no reflection at all on us. No, because that telephone pole wasn't there when we came around last week. That's right. Anyway, anyway, so 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 what happened? You could actually the 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 the, the reasonable side was this was relatively easy to fix. The other reasonable side is it was fixed by Apple directly, very quickly. The bad side to that fix was they then messed something else up, which yeah. they then had to send another clip out to get fixed. <laughs> Okay, oh. that's one bit. There was there's been a bit of a problem apparently with the latest iOS release, uh, where there was a bit of a bug happening on the what date is it today? Is it the second Saturday. December? Yeah, I, December second. I think 2nd. it's been happening today. To be honest with you, to a lot of people, I've heard. Um, now I've not been at home, so I've not seen it. But there's been another bug, which is related to the iOS devices. Look, Apple. I've got to say, there is a number of bug fixes and crashes. That's right. The iPhones would crash repeatedly um, because of, of an IO, iOS 11 bug fix, which basically means that some apps, I think, were eating up some of your memory and crashing back to the, you know, the... the yeah, um, not giving not it back. The home screen. Yeah, yeah. It was... It was... Anyway. <laughs> not good. 
there's been problems. There's been problems. Can I say, Apple, could you please just slow down, take a breath, have a think about your processes, and please not have a situation where now every Apple hater thinks that you've now got a virus because that's what they think this is. Yeah. This Mac thing is now a virus. It's not a virus. It's not even. Things, it's not even know, malware. It's no, no. It's a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big mistake, but it's a mistake. You know, this all goes into Apple's um, OS X roots into Unix because I mean that's essentially what OS X is. Yeah. It's a Unix operating system. It's not yeah. Linux for all you people and i say that <laughs> carefully people. you people who people. keep saying that linux and os 10 is the same thing it is it isn't go up to some unix guy and tell him that that linux and unix is the same thing and then run because you know well you won't have to run far because they're usually pretty heavy but but if he can get a hold of you he'll be very unhappy yeah so apple <sighs> we we're not doomed. We know you're not doomed, and we're not going to say that you're doomed. But come on, we expect just a little bit more. I think the good thing is the way they've responded, Guy. The bad thing is this really shouldn't have happened. No, it shouldn't have happened. And from now, there's actually two release dates to talk about here. Yes. There was, because the, uh, the original problem actually cropped up a couple of weeks ago. But it wasn't until earlier this week that it was known by the general population. And uh, once news got out about this, Apple had a fix and then another fix very, very quickly. (laughs) And a double fix. A double fix. So you're not only fixed, you're fixed squared. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Now, interestingly, though, that second fix was pushed out automatically. Or was the first one? What was the first one? They both out? were. They, they both were. were. That's yeah. right. They both were. As a matter yeah, of fact, so, you know that I always restart this machine before I start a podcast. Uh huh. Apparently, the the second fix had already downloaded and installed because when the computer came back up, it did that. You know, net analytics to Apple. Blah 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 blah. You know, I'd setting up your computer. It's like, oh, for but, God's sake. But but do you want an interesting piece that I heard? Sure. If you then. If you're okay, so if you were on an older version, this didn't affect you. This only affected you if you was on High Sierra. Yes. Now, if you between these periods, and like I don't know whether it's still the case now, but there was a time period where you could get the fix. Okay, but if you then think oh, I'm going to reinstall it, if you then reinstall yeah. it, oh god! Actually, the update to High Sierra didn't have the fix in it. Yeah. <laughs> So after you fixed it, you'd have to fix it again and then again. Yeah, I heard about it. And it's like, you know, you've got the, the I don't think, I don't think 10.11 or 13.2 is out yet, is it? Um, I, I don't think so, no. So, yeah, because, yeah, we're still on 10.13.1. Yes, So if, right. if you were going from Sierra or earlier to High Sierra, so you'd have version 13. And then you did the 13.1 update. You wouldn't have the patch, the fix for the, this root permissions thing. So it's like, you know, once they pushed out the, the permissions fix, why didn't they just go into the 13.1 update and put it in there too? 
Yeah, it probably took a bit more than that because obviously, yeah, anyway, anyway. <sighs> Either that or we're now, ju- they're now. just about to release the point two version. One of the other reasons we, I'm talking about the QA process is I've actually gone to High Sierra, but I really shouldn't have done because High Sierra apparently doesn't play nicely with a Fusion Drive. And it won't play nicely with a Fusion Drive for some applications until February next year. Mm. <sighs> yeah, you know, was there a real reason for Apple to put out a smart speaker that they had to <coughs> delay anyway? Or was there any real reason why they have to stick to this strict schedule of uh, now I get it with iOS because you know they announced the phone and they want the new, new iOS version for the new phone. But when it comes to the Mac side, is there any real reason why, if they say you know we're not going to release a, a new version of the OS this year? I've got to say that really, I think Microsoft have actually got away from that now because nobody, I don't hear anybody, any of my. Um, Microsoft Windows loving friends go <laughs> on and on, and I haven't heard them go on and on about a yearly update from Microsoft. You just hear about the next OS update. when it's coming out. Yeah. There's no, oh, it's happening in the next year. It's going to be, you know. So no, there's no reason for them to worry about that at all. No, the, but this basically, is, this what is Microsoft has said is, this is a pressure that they have put on themselves. Yes, yes, it is. They don't, they don't need to. Microsoft has basically said that Windows 10 is going to be the last version of Windows. And what they'll do is, it's still pretty similar to what Apple is doing. They just don't change the name of it. So it's it's always going to be, for however long this product cycle lasts, it's always going to be Windows 10. You know, it's not like it's going to be, whoa, it's Windows 10.1, Windows you know, 10 point blah, blah, blah. No, they're not doing that. This is for however long Windows 10 lasts, it's going to be Windows 10. This is more along the lines of like what they did with XP. You didn't have, you know, XP 2007, XP no, 2008. No, no. Anyway, XP. anyway, let's, right. let's, let's not dwell on that too much. We, we, we perhaps have a discussion around the, the release dates another week because you've actually got something else in this second section. Which yeah. Is, I think you'd like to cover this week. Uh, and it's, it's, it could go long. It might be short, but I think I'd like you to rattle through it so that you could, okay. you could, because I know that you wanted to cover this. So yeah, um, I'm not at all happy about <clears throat> this, and I have to be very, very careful because of my particular situation, which I'm also not going to go into here. Do you want me to read through this? No, then, no, 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 no. This fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, we're talking about uh, net neutrality, and uh, it's kind of a big deal. The problem is the FCC would like to restore internet freedom by taking away net neutrality. (laughs) Um, This is directly from the FCC's page on restoring internet freedom. This, this, this new bill, actually, I guess it's a rollback of some of the regulations that uh, president Obama had put in. So uh, what it says here is the FCC has proposed to return the U S to a bipartisan light touch regulatory framework under which a free and open internet, which flourished for almost 20 years, the FCC's May 2017 proposal to roll back the prior administration's heavy handed internet regulation. Those are the FCC's words, not mine strives to advance the FCC's critical work 
to promote broadband deployment in rural America. I'm sorry, I'm having trouble here. In rural America, an infrastructure investment throughout the nation to brighten the future of innovation, both within networks and at their edge, and to close the digital divide. God bless America. <laughs> yeah, and that is the biggest pile of crap that I have read in a very, very long time. And and the crap doesn't stop there, Gaz, because it, there's what, more. more crap. There's more, more crap. And this is all, again, this is from the FCC chairman's official fact versus fiction page. Actually, it said faction page, but though it's actually considering the way things are. Yeah. Factions. Okay. Office of the chairman, internet regulations, myths versus facts. Myth title two regulations are necessary to preserve a free and open internet. Fact. The internet was free and open prior to the FCC adopting Title II regulations in 2015. The reality is somewhere in between. Title II was, and I I hope I get this right, was originally put into place to prevent monopolies from using their monopoly powers to prevent competition. So... Because certain sections of the United States does have competition in internet service providers, the FCC is basically saying there's no need for Title II regulations because there's competition. However, there are large parts of this country that does not have significant competition when it comes to broadband. So that's a pile of crap right there. Okay, next myth. Title II regulations haven't reduced infrastructure investment and broadband development. Fact. Among our nation's 12 largest internet service providers, domestic broadband capital expenditures decreased, decreased, Gaz, by 5.6, make sure you get that 0.6 in there, percent, or 3.6 billion during the first two years of the Title II era. How they know that, I have no idea. Title II also hurt smaller providers, Gaz, and their ability to get financing and reduce infrastructure investment. In short, Title II has slowed broadband development and hampered the FCC's efforts to close the digital divide. There are, there are small tears running down my cheek <laughs> as we speak. Oh, it's so sad. The reason why they haven't increased expenditures to uh, to you know put more money into the infrastructure is because they didn't want to it had nothing to do with title 2 it had everything to do with what is there now is good enough and people aren't going to pay us a lot more money to do it so we're not going to do it and the the it restoring internet freedom act isn't going to change that now moving on to the next myth Ugh. Myth two, Title II regulations are good for broadband competition. Fact, Title II is a regulatory framework designed to regulate the Ma Bell telephone monopoly, not to encourage new entrants into the marketplace. 
and a regulatory framework designed for a monopoly will tend to push the marketplace toward a monopoly. No, it doesn't. Smaller, competitive broadband providers do not have the same resources as smaller companies to cope with the increased regulatory costs and have scaled back broadband development as a result of Title II. Total and utter crap. They haven't done it because the the big ISPs that control that last mile that goes from, you know, wherever, wherever the little box is in your neighborhood that connects the cables to your house, that last mile is controlled by whoever it is that put it in or whoever it is that took over for them. And they're not allowing other companies to use it unless they're forced to. That's why you don't have a lot of competition. Myth. Let's see. Title II regulations are good for online privacy. Fact. Title II put Americans' online privacy at risk by stripping the Federal Trade Commission of its jurisdiction over broadband providers' privacy and data security practices. That's, yeah, that's questionable. Ending Title II will restore the FTC's authority. No, it won't. And return to a tried and true approach that successfully protected consumers' privacy prior to 2015. It will put our nation's most experienced and expert privacy agency back on the broadband beat because that's worked out so well for all these companies who have had huge. Oh, God. That's just leave it at that's another total pile of crap for both the myth and the fact. Title II regulations, this is another myth, are good for innovations. The Commission's 2015 Title II internet regulations have deterred internet service providers from offering (laughs) new and innovative services to consumers. For example, 22 small providers, each of which has fewer than 1,000 customers, has told the FCC that because Title II Each of them has slowed, if not halted, the development and development. God, the way this is worded is awful. The development of innovative new offerings, which would benefit our customers. My God, there's so much wrong. I, you know, I'm going to put all of this into the show notes so that you can read this garbage for yourself and make up your own minds. Not that I'm biased or anything. (laughs) All right. This is the last one. Title II regulations are good for free speech and free expression. Well, that's, it isn't, but it's got nothing to do with either one of those two. Fact, government regulation is not the friend of free speech, but an enemy. The first thing I have read here that actually makes any sense. For example, the First Amendment doesn't give the government power to regulate. It denies the government that power. No, it does not. Additionally, greater government regulation of the Internet is strongly supported by many who are fundamentally hostile to free speech. And that has nothing to do with anything that was just said. Whether or not someone who doesn't like this bill also doesn't like free speech doesn't mean that they're somehow interconnected. You know, I am a firm believer of free speech, even speech 
that makes people uncomfortable, even free, even speech that makes people angry. And I am very much against restore internet freedom. Oh, I'm being so careful here, Gaz, trying to be so very, very careful. Basically what they want to do, if they get away with this, a couple of things are going to happen. Netflix and all of these other companies that have sprung up and have benefited from net neutrality in that your ISP can't say, you know, this company pays us more than this company, so we are going to give more bandwidth to this company. Net neutrality prevents that from happening. So for things like podcasts, especially video podcasts, uh, YouTube, Netflix, all of these services that you're currently using through, say, an Apple TV or your computer or what have you, they're basically, these ISPs are saying, you have to pay us more money or we're not going to give you the bandwidth that you need to reach your customers. That's in essence is what they want to have happen here. And I am outraged that this has gone as far as it has. Yeah, I, I, I keep hearing lots and lots and lots and lots of podcasts and people and just general people, you know, talking about net neutrality in the US and, but I'm not seeing any movement from the government, any change in what they want to do at all. Well, not yet, but if, if they mm. can, if they mm. can get rid of this title two framework, um, and not put anything in its place that will prevent ISPs from giving preferential treatment for payment to other online companies. You know, I mean, no, no, but that's what I mean. I'm not seeing any change. What I'm seeing is you're going down a very slippery route. Yes. And, and it, that's, it won't that's end bad well. news. We, I mean, we've had that similar, the similar thing with the Snoopers Charter over here in the U, in the UK. And yes, I know we've got Brexit. But actually, we're still under EU law at this point in time, and it's now had to go out to a public consultation because um, basically uh, (laughs) uh, the IPA, which is the Investigatory Powers Act, um, has realized that um, some of these requirements are inconsistent with EU law, and they've had to make some changes. Um, which uh, includes actually having an office for communications data authorizations. They can't just go and do this stuff. They can't just go and snoop on people uh, willy-nilly, as it were. Um, And I'm 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 really concerned that we are starting to live in what we call free countries, and they really, really are going down the avenues of being very, very unfree countries, and it concerns me a lot. Yeah. But that's getting very political, and I, I think we'll stay off that. Yeah. Uh, really, honestly, the only thing that you can do is um, contact the FCC, tell them you are against this bill, contact your political representatives in the House yeah. and Senate, tell them you're against this bill. Hell, even contact President Trump and tell him that you're against this bill. You know, and. Th- if if there's if enough course, heat, if of course you are against this bill, because not everybody maybe 
guy. No, no. I can't see why they wouldn't be, but you know, there well, are two I mean, sides there to are, every sure. there are two sides two sides to every coin. There are plenty of people that work directly high up in ISPs that will be delighted if these changes come to pass because they'll be able to charge more money to uh, companies that currently enjoy being able to use however much bandwidth that the ISP's own customers are asking for and are already paying for, like for Netflix and YouTube and things along those, those lines. We're already paying for the bandwidth. Don't tell us who or what content we can look at or listen to. Yeah, well, I think, uh, yeah, okay. It's gone, it's gone quite long. I think you've made your, your views quite clear. You think? <laughs> I'm going I'm to take us out. Take us out. Everybody, stand net neutrally by <laughs> to stand net neutrally by, and we'll be right neutrally back. No, that's going to go. I thought their explanation of it was a little bit weak. A little bit weak? (laughs) Just shut up. They said they have a vision. Oh, okay. Or if I'm in my car and the music just wirelessly stops working for no freaking reason, I got to reboot the phone. I'm so ticked off about it. It it was a piece of junk and no one bought it. I did. (laughs) Yeah. Well, now you got two of them that are going to fall out of your ear. However good they are, the price is pretty hard to stomach. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. What the hell is going on? their, Their vision is also profit margin. Shove them as far into your ears as you can. Tech fan podcast. Some things get better with time, just not this show. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome, welcome everybody back for the second time to the MyMac.com podcast third section. Guys, that seems like it's it's kind of a short tip. I'm nodding my head. Hit it. Gaz's tips. Live photos. I'm nodding my head. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's Most the end of. of. <laughs> Actually, no, there's a little bit more to that. So There is. There, there is. is. There and is. and okay. you know what, Gaz? I am nodding my head. Hit it. Gaz's tips. Most of Gaz's tips. Most of Gaz's tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. Thank you, Nick Hall. It is still a relatively short tip. If you find you take photos on your um, iOS device and you find that you're always missing the best shot, actually, what you could do is make sure that you leave your live photos on and then you'll always be able to scroll through because you can edit those live photos and pick the best shot out of that live photos session. Little tip there, if you're taking shots of action or something where you're trying to catch somebody and they're not looking around, live photos, take the shot, and afterwards you can skip through and edit the live photos and pick the best frame from that selection. Does does live photos work with the iPhone 6 and 6 Plus, or is that 
farther where on. where live photos is available on your ios device, <laughs> then that's a great tip it is a great tip. i am nodding my head hit it that's the end of gas's tips that's Most the end of gas's tips that's the end of gas's tips okay is that the uh, the end of the tip will you let me finish gas's tips. <laughs> <laughs> oh my my yeah i don't even yeah i, I honestly do not know if that works with the iPhone six or six plus, it probably, I don't think it does. Well, where it's available guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great tip. It is a great tip. <laughs> Wonderful tip. Do you have a pick this week? I do. Um, I kind of hinted about it. I do. I do. I do. I do. Uh, it's the simply sound S S one. And thank goodness. I have a pop filter on this microphone because I am S all over the place. Uh, what this is, it's a small little device that goes in line with, and this is very important, any dynamic microphone uses phantom power from the audio interface that you like to use and provides about 25 to 27 dB or more of clean sound. So it boosts the signal up cleanly about 25%. Now I use currently on this microphone, a uh, cloud lifter, which is about $150. So it's not cheap and, but it's a fantastic device, but over, and I actually, I don't have the simply sound SS one just yet. Um, over, uh, black Friday, they had it on sale from down from $100. If you got it from like Amazon, for about 50 bucks. So I went ahead and ordered one because I'd always wanted to try one of these. Uh, currently, you know, black Friday is all gone. Now it's still, it's about $75 if you get it directly from them, but it's still a hundred bucks from Amazon, but that's about one third less than the, uh, the cloud lifter. And when it comes in, I will give it a try and I'll let you know how it works out. Excellent. Yeah. What do you got? I've got a bit of an unusual tip now, which is not just a Mac tip, but it's actually a, a general tip for, a, well, it's a DNS server option. Okay, so I'm going to give you two, two pieces of information here. First piece, what is DNS? So that for those of you that don't know, every website lives at a numerical IP address. Right. Your domain's uh, name server or DNS translate these numerical IP addresses into readable domain names we all know and remember. Right, like if, my Mac or whatever. Yeah. If your DNS settings are not working correctly or you're still using defaults, you may be at risk for cybercrime and performance issues. Quad9, as they're calling it, is a free security solution that uses DNS to protect your system against the most common cyber threats. It improves your system performance, plus it preserve, preserves and protects your privacy. It's like an immunization for your computer. And yes, I did read that from the uh, <laughs> Quad9 website. Okay, so how does Quad9 work? Quad9 routes your DNS queries through a secure network of servers around the globe. The system uses threat intelligence from more than a dozen of the industry-leading cybersecurity companies to give real-time perspective on what websites are safe and what sites are known to include malware and 
and or other threats. If the system detects that the site you want to reach is known to be infected, you'll automatically be blocked from entry, keeping your data and your computer safe. Now, this is a conglomerate, or they're in collaboration with IBM, the Packet Clearinghouse, PCH, and the Global Cyber Alliance. And I've seen this mentioned several times uh, from the likes of Steve Gibson, who, when it comes to security, knows his stuff. Yes. Um, Use that uh, link that I've put in the, the websites. There are a couple of videos on there, one from uh, for um, Windows users and one for Apple uh, users where you can go and actually set up your Mac to use Quad9 DNS settings. I've actually set up my router to use Quad9 server settings, which means that all of my devices using Wi-Fi also go through the router and then they, they'll be uh, secure as well. Um, and it's fast so far, and I, I, you know I've heard lots of people are starting to use this now. But it's it's as quick. I think I used to use for a very short period the uh, Quad Eight, as it was, or the the which is the Google server option. I think, uh, and that was quick. But I'm not a big Google fan, and so I stopped using Google, and I, I went back to using Open DNS. But I'll be honest with you, Open DNS recently it started to slow down so i was quite interested when this came up um i've swapped to it and so far it is quick and i have had one site which i've been blocked from so far which i was quite interested in when that came up um but actually that wasn't through my mac that was through through me trying to reach a site on my work machine from a link that i'd got from supposedly a rep reputable source so that was really quite interesting uh quad9.net is the website um if you type in quad9 into your search and just ask a question about it you'll see lots of websites talking about it so uh go over and take a look it's like viagra for dns it is it is <laughs> except uh, yeah except I say, yeah, yeah except probably nothing. should just <laughs> stop right there um no iTunes feedback that I know of. Uh, no other real feedback that I know of. That's only that's only because you haven't checked. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I have been busy today. I've been very yeah, that's busy. That's fair enough. I'll let you off. Uh, we'll, we have we'll a Patreon page that uh, that you can help support the podcast. If you go over, look for my name, or I think Mac Barrett over there at Patreon.com, you'll find it. <laughs> uh, Gas. If people wanted to get a hold of you with all the funny stuff, how would they do it? Uh, ever so easy, Guy. All they'd have to do is send an email using their email client of choice, which I mentioned earlier, to <laughs> gaz at mymac.com. That's J-Z. Cars. At mymac.com. Or send a tweet to me on my Twitter address, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, twitter.com forward slash gazmas. J-A-Z-M-A-Z. You can also send a tweet to our joint account on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. You can also send uh, an email to feedback at mymac.com. That's F-W-E-D-B-A-C-K at mymac.com. Guy. Yes. If somebody wanted to receive an email from Guy, because Guy's the one, and you hadn't. Wait, hold on, hold on, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, well, see that last part <laughs> never happens. Uh, actually, no, I should say it happens all the time. Just like how I just completely blew that joke. So yeah, that happens. And guess what? Guess what? 
Before you go on and do that, guess what? What? We've actually had an iTunes review. We have. Oh, no, this, oh, no, no. This has come, funnily, this has come through on the 2nd of November, which is today. But we've already done this, actually. Yeah, this, this one's already come. That's odd that it's only just come through. Uh, well, who's it from? It's from Marky Mark, which we've already done. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. I'll Uh-oh. slap my wrist and go back to sleep. <laughs> okay. If, you, if, if just like Marky Mark a month ago, you'd like to contact me? Yeah, but it wasn't. It's telling me it's come through today. That's weird. Anyway. Oh, it's just telling you now? Yes. Yes, it's got that. Anyway, I'll ignore that. Yeah, Move iTunes, on. you're really weird. Move on. Okay. <laughs> My email address is guy, G-U-I, at mymac.com, and you can find me on the Twitters. Why do I talk like this? Uh, my Twitter handle there is MacPettit. Oh, did, uh, did soundboard crash? Oh, there it goes. Okay. And we have a guest. Damn it, we have a Skype number. We do. We, we do. do. We do. We do. We do. We like our Skype number. Nobody else does, but we do. That Skype number is outside of the U.S. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me Go guess. ahead. Go ahead. Plus one. It is. Or uh, uh, maybe or one. one. Maybe or just one. One. Maybe one. One. Just one. Plus one. Any. Any. Anyway. One. Right. And can you guess what the phone number is without it's without the, looking at it on the paper? Oh, I'm closed. My eyes are closed. Honest, Gov. Seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. That's it. I did that out. Holy <laughs> crap on a cracker. You did it. I did it. I, I don't know why it. anybody would want that, but yeah. yeah. Anyway. Seven oh three four three six nine five oh one. Anyway, everybody, thank you. Thank yes. you, thank you, thank you. For downloading and listening. And That's listening. Bit. That's the important bit. That is the important bit. Remember what we said the other week. <laughs> to the MyMac.com podcast, we are greatly, greatly appreciative of the fact. Is that even a word, appreciative? No, not yes. uh, not appreciative. Yes, you are, you are appreciative. Yes. Appre- uh, appreciative, but not appreciative. That's uh, not no, a word. Not appreciative. Yeah. No, no, but, I, but I am appreciative. Yeah. We that are appreciative. That ain't a, that ain't a word. Governor. Ain't ain't a word, and ain't never <laughs> are been. Thank you for downloading and listening. That that's the important part. And Gaz, I think what that we're good enough. Yeah, do you? I do. I, I I honestly do believe that, and that we're smart enough. We definitely are. Yeah. Oh, we're so smart. <clears throat> and doggone it, woof <laughs> woof. People like us. So unpodcast maze atta. Al Kanzar, Catro Sen No Show. Seas E Ortenata. Ortenta. Ortenta. El Cinco. C. Taman Noz Confude. That's Galatian. It's so slow. Not, not the way I said it. It's not. Not the way I said it. It isn't. Well, being Galatian, it's just naturally slow. Yes, and thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcast, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. Yeah.
Close to the end, That's right. You've got that now, too. <laughs> this is Nam Segri. Yeah, he doesn't do any reviews anymore, does he? No, we don't hear much from him anymore. Stand what? by. To... What? 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 Anyway, have you updated the um, the info page for Tim? Which info page? Well, we got an email from him saying, guys, could you update the page for iTunes? Oh, yeah. That was, uh, what, a week ago? Week, two weeks, something like that. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I did that. Good. Oh, well done. I think. I'm pretty sure I did. Um, let's see. Where was that info page? On It's in iTunes, isn't it? It's on the iTunes page. Where you go. Oh, oh you know what? I, I had to send that to him so that he could do it. Mm. Okay. Well, as long as it's done, I don't want him on our back. <laughs> yeah. He's right. Scary. So next week, next he's week's so scary. Week. So scary, wary. He's scary, wary. I've, I, um, Kind of against my better judgment, I updated Skype to eight. You silly fool. Well, I kind of had to. I had to try something because, uh, you know, I've been doing the live cast and Skype is such a resource hog that it was, it was killing the feed. Right. So I'm hoping that, and I'm going to test it tomorrow, uh, that iTunes eight will be less of a drag. On the system. Fingers crossed. Yeah. If it isn't, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. My only other option okay. would be to get a faster computer or a better video card. What is it? It's a uh, quarter after 10. Yeah. It's not so much that. It's the fact of you know, three hours of driving on, oh, with God. a lot, with yeah. a lot of idiots on the road. Yeah. Unfortunately, usually when I'm driving long distance, I can't get away from the idiots. <laughs> I can't, I can't think of why. <laughs>